Hello, motherfuckers. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so looking forward to the heat wave, Shirley. You? I know. What about it? What about it? I can't quite believe it, but it, it makes all the difference, doesn't it? It is. It Things does. Things are it starting to look up. I know. Shirley and I both got texted from Bubble, our Bubble app, saying, heat waves here, get a sitter in. Which is very funny, isn't it? They just text you for any odd reason. I know. You're on I your period, that. get a sitter in. Exactly. It's snowing, um, get a sitter in. Quite, quite. Well done, Bubble. So I went and got an eye test. Okay. For one eye or both? Well, for both eyes. Turned out one eye was the issue, but I just did it because there's this, down my pharmacist, there's a, there's a guy, uh, the the pharmacist down there, he's got glasses on and he knows I've been suffering from headaches. And he's like, you've got to go down to Specsavers because when was the last time we had an eye test? And I said, "Um, maybe I had one when I was four. He goes, you haven't had one for more than 40 years. I said, watch it. But he has got my date of birth on system. And he goes, you've got to get down to Specsavers. Any- anyway, I didn't. And then um, my, the winning partner's willing mother said, oh, I use this fabulous opticians near you. Go and get your eye test. So I did. Very, very cool, the whole process. Very state of art. So many big machines. And then, yeah. you know, reading off the, the fast screen and um, covered one eye. Lovely vision. Covered the other. It was, I might as well have been seeing underwater. Couldn't see a thing. Oh, and I dear. said, is, are you changing a setting or is that my eyes? Is that my eye? She goes, that's your one bad eye. I said, how interesting. She said, you won't notice it because your good eye is like compensating. She says, but it will cast things like fatigue of eye. It would give you headaches and things like that. Wow. And it was amazing. Kept on thinking, can you see better with one or see better with two? Better with two or better with one? This went on for half an hour. And then these big, amazing machines that read the back right in the back of the, uh, to, to your skull. And so I need glasses. She goes, right, right, we've done the boring bit now. Now you get to do the fun bit and choose the frames. So go yeah. outside. We, you know, have this very sort of um, hip lady um choosing frames with me we settle on a pair and I say and I'm um, just sorry but, but before we continue and how much are these and she says well um the frames are as you can see there 375 I said oh gosh I thought that was a code that's that's the price of them she goes 375 the eye test 125 your lens is there 150 plus the blue screen for your migraines 30 quid and then she added it all up 720 and I just said, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, but my willing partner's not up for 720. She capped it I said, at 500. I, w- I said, I will have to call a friend here. I said, the last <laughs> time Suzanne, I was in a situation like this, it was for my ears. And I rang up and said, they're just 5,000 pounds. Yeah. So um, this is just, this is positively a bargain. I said, I do have to say, Suzanne, I'll be completely honest with you. My only sort of experience of the opt- opticians or how much any of the, this sort of shies and costs is those big banners on the side of the motorway that say, Two frames for fifteen pounds should have gone to spec savers. She goes, yes. Well, we're not spec savers. And I said, no, I know. I can tell. She goes, these are handmade by a Parisian witch doctor. I said, no, I'm sure they are. She says the frame, everything is. Be- and she just told me the history of said glasses. And I thought, well, of course I want these bloody glasses, don't I? I'll get I said, two. Thank you very much. <laughs> did you end up buying them? Uh, I did. said I need to go and confer with the the winning partner. She said, well, if they, she said, show me a picture. And she said they're just two statements. She said, let's go in and choose another pair. But I'm actually. I think we should go to Specsavers. I think it's just... So one minute, sorry. So have you or have you not got a pair of glasses? We're going, we've got another appointment because she didn't oh, like the ones lovely. that I chose. However, it's been giving me sleepless nights. 7.50 yeah. a pair of glasses I'm only going to wear for reading and screen time. I can't, Shirley, not even me. No, you should have gone to Specsavers. Now, I have to say, I know you think that I'm... Um you know I've got a flinty heart or maybe that's my husband someone thinks I've got a flinty heart but I actually shed more shed more than a tear this week when I heard about the release of old Nazanin I really did 
And that family won't be left alone now, will they? They won't be left in private. Well, this is the thing. She's got the profile of Kardashian, but without the bank balance or the wardrobe. I mean, or I the just rack, indeed. Or indeed the rack. Yeah. But it's just too much. She's absolutely everywhere. And how? Because I haven't stopped thinking about them. In fact, I've, I've been thinking about Nesneen for the whole time because I'm signed to so many emails. So I keep on getting Richard's updates mm. the whole season. He's a years. good guy, isn't he? I mean, oh my he gosh. really is. But how is it going to work moving on? Because I, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm imagining. He's been like, since the wife's been away, he's just been shopping. Him and Gabriella have been, Gab, Gabby, have been shopping at Aldi as and when they need shit. She's going to come back and she's going to say, hang on, this is, this is not how I left things. You know, let's get back on the Ocado. Obvs, she's forgotten her password. And then that's the first argument. And he's going, actually, I've been running things just fine, me and Gab. Mm. And, she's going, and then she's going to be, uh, you know, because it's so extreme, their experiences. I just wonder how it will work. Yeah, um, coming back. I just the mundanity won't work. The everyday humdrum. But I'm going to watch you. this space, and I wish them well. I do. I don't know if you've seen Terry Waite. Do you remember Terry Waite? No, I do. He was yeah. a local so boy. He's a local boy, and that's why Shelley and I remember him from old. But he was um, held hostage in the Lebanon. The Lebanon. Wasn't he? Yeah, Back in the nineties, was it? Or was it, it the was late eighties? Huge 80s? unit, wasn't he? He was a big man, and there, he still is. Way. And he actually has been giving um, Nazanin some amazing sort of advice of what to do and what not to do. But um, yeah, I just, yeah, it is tough and it will take a lot of adjusting. But actually what he said was about postnatal depression and about all sorts of things and how it does actually take, you know, twice as long as the amount of time you've been in captivity. But I have to say, no, let's hope for, to goodness they're all right. Yeah, they're all right, please. I've been really enjoying Heartbeats, which is the class I've been taking my second born to. Every week they dress him up. Last week he was a piggy. And this week he was dressed up as Batman, which also sort of coincided with St. Patrick's Day. It was sort of orange and green, which actually doesn't really suit his complexion. He's but too fair. He's too he's fair. He's too fair. But I do really enjoy it. But basically, I can see why it works. You look at it and go, yeah, oh, my gosh, all these mums just love putting on their Batman glasses and, they, you know, the cape and they take photos and then hashtags heartbeats. I go, yeah. And I look at the woman who's running it, who's mad as a box of frogs and adorable. And I think, yeah. I can understand why, you know, this business has really taken off. And actually, Shirley, I think we should do something like this. But we just I, can't be bothered. I've said that to you in the past. I know, but we, we are can't not be child bothered. Friendly. This is the, we can't be able to look after our own children. Can you imagine just dancing around, gallivanting around, gadding also, about? No, no, we, we are not child friendly. Lest we forget, we got kicked out of a primary school, frog marched out. We got frog marched out for doing a gig because I didn't read the small print. But basically, for those of you who don't know, I thought it was for adults. And I didn't even think. We just did our very yeah, that's it. Can sketches. we just highlight that? She didn't even think. I thought it's for parents and for teachers who, you know, who keeps their kid out till eight o'clock at night. What? And turns out it was actually for children. And I don't know why they were being kept out because there were five year olds there. I mean, I saw a fireman and I thought he was. And I said, are you the stripper? In all seriousness. And he said, no, I'm teaching no, he wasn't paramedics. Happy, actually. No, he and then, yeah, and then we're doing our sort of snorting, um, snorting cocaine sketch. And simulating cocaine up each other's bottom sketch. Yeah. And it, it, for some reason, it did not go down well. We couldn't fathom. Anyway, and yeah. It was down very the headmaster leapt onto stage, off with the music, and he leapt down. It was about 200 people there. And he goes, Sharon and Sharon, get off stage. No. no. And off we went. And Shelley went to correct them and say, it's actually Shelley. Like, I just shut up. No one needs to know our real names. Anyway, worst, the, rest the worst thing, thing, yeah, it was, it was a local school to us. It's where we, we grew we up. Got, we got barristers involved, basically. It was, it we was got deep. barristers involved, but what was embarrassing was the fact that it was really, is where we grew up. So actually, 
basically shitting on our own doorstep. Years later, I went for a blow dry in Blackheath Village when I still lived in Blackheath, and someone actually said, "Sorry, can I just? Did you do a did you do a turn at um that school just down the road?" And I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh my god, I thought you were hilarious. Me and my mate thought you were hilarious, but the rest of you, the rest of us, were not impressed." And I said, "No, thank you." And that's three years later. Anyway, we move on. Guess what? The world's happiest countries are top five. It's quite Norway, easy, I think. Norway, Sweden, Denmark. Okay, you Iceland, those, Iceland. Right? Yep, 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 yep. So yeah. top five with with the first being Finland, then Denmark, yeah. Iceland, Switzerland, the Netherlands. Should we All go? Of those bloody Nordic countries. Those they, fucking freezing Nordic countries. Those fucking freezing Caucasian. You know, Nordic countries. Crikey. Yeah, and the, the least... Should we happy, go? Of course, is um, Afghanistan. Well, I will be going to Denmark soon. Um, check out the Faroe Islands um, soon. Why not? But um, why not? As one does, you've just come back from Switzerland and your um, sort of partial motherland is the Netherlands, isn't it? Well, yeah, my motherland, my mother's motherland is actually Suriname, which is a Dutch colony in South America and all of her family. Sadly, there's not much family left in Sur- Suriname. So a lot of the family have settled in uh, the Netherlands, and we go there a lot. And there's some beautiful places in the Netherlands, including Alkmaar, Arnhem. These are places that are really, really nice. Amsterdam is fine, but we don't really have much family there. It's full of prostitutes and people who like to smoke drugs. Cannabis. So we don't go. Um, but I love no. Amsterdam. It's lovely. Once you get out that sort of ring road, as soon as you come out of um, Central Station, then it's actually great. It's a lovely, lovely city. And I just love all the here, all the grachts, the canals. Oh, so nice. And the museums and indeed the uh, tulips. I think in my in my youth, I spent about two weeks alone in Amsterdam. I remember doing coming to visit goodness you in... knows what. Do you remember you were there? Doing goodness knows what. You were there in a, you were staying in this very sort of very nice hostel. Do you remember? Yeah, it was, I was traveling in the yeah. red light district. In the red light district. But this was these were the days when you had a woman at every port. Sometimes a man, but normally women with big hats that stole my hats. <sighs> Those were the days. Days, my, my friends. friends we we thought thought they never end. End. If your partner is feeling pushed out by the baby, parentheses, this is common. He or she, I've changed that for your sake, Shirley. It does say he, but. You know, let's be progressive. He or she may not want full sex, just some attention to talk to each other. And what they recommend is sex snacks. Snacks. Not not literal you, snacks. I'm not said... talking about maize snacks or a, a oh, chip or shame. indeed, you know, shame. a sort of platter of hummus and cheese. It's basically giving each other five minutes of attention and maybe a foot massage or maybe a head rub or maybe like a flick of the nip. But it's basically five minutes of attention to the other person. Apparently, sex snacking is really, really good and encouraged amongst children, amongst parents amongst who have just children. had children, young children. Um, I do, I do think I fall into that category of sex snacking. Oh, you I do. do. I do a foot rub. I do me. little. Yeah, I do. I do a foot rub. I do um, shoulder. My, my, my willing partner is very tense. She works ever so hard. She's oh, very she's tense. Oh, she's so tense. Um, so I need to loosen her up sometimes. You know, I just see the shoulders are just rising up to the ear. Yeah. You know, the feet are like claws. So I do. I they really are. I remember doing a sketch with her once when you you were otherwise um, engaged. And we went for one of our moves and she was like a plank of wood. I mean, you were like Linguini in comparison. <laughs> but I just thought, my goodness, she is stiff as a board. Oh, yeah. She's got she's, a lot of tension. She's but she's got, got a lot, lot of worries. She's, she's got, got a lot, lot of worries, to be fair. <laughs> Hasn't she? She's got a lot of worries. So fair fucks to her. God, my language is really potty mouth for this hour of the morning. So sorry, guys. 
so sorry. Sex snacking, try it. I haven't, but I should. I would like to share with our listeners the fact that we are taking part in the country's first ever Middle Eastern comedy festival. This is big news, guys. It's uh, huge news, but I think we have mentioned it every week since we were signed up, no, but that's no, no, fine. No, no, we weren't part of the festival, or have we? Oh, fine. We were on a first night. ever Middle Eastern night, <laughs> yeah. and now this is the first ever Middle Eastern festival. Festival. It's going to be held oh. over the Queen's Platinum Jubilus, um, and it's on the 3rd of June. We have a 2pm slot. It is in the afternoon, so 3rd of June... 2 p.m. Shelley, can you check the date for me there? The third of June. What um, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure. Pretty sure it's the third. No, I mean it is the third because I fly. It's a Friday. I fly on the fourth. I fly on the fourth. So it's Friday the third. It's Friday the third. It's at two in the afternoon. If you can, if you've got kids, if you can find a way to ditch them, it's only an hour. Or bring them up. Leave them in the car. If you've got children, leave them. Leave them in the car. And if you haven't, come along. Come and see us. It's called Push It. It's at two North Down in Kings Cross. I am going to leave the link in our bio on our um, podcast page. And it would be lovely to see you there. A full hour of us doing stand-up, doing sketches. You know, this is not 10 minutes, guys. This is a full hour. Shirley's going to be doing the caterpillar. Crikey. I'll be doing the running man. We will tango. Come, come. Now, listen, I know I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I've really been enjoying my son's Yotto, my three-year-old's Yotto player. And actually, it was a gift that he was given when he was two years old, and it's still going. And the card, because basically, for those of you who don't know, it's a sort of, um, well, what is it? It's a screen-free audio platform, and it's very funky. And you can listen to podcasts, stories, music, and there's also a Yotto radio, which is really cool, I think. Main, that's I mainly for the older kids, but it's great. But there's one card which I really enjoy, which is Mrs. H's Songs, which is Songs, Dance and Mischief. You know the one? Hello, hello. hello. It's time for some yeah. singing. And actually, it's very difficult. Parents out there, you will know that it's very difficult to find songs that actually everyone enjoys because it's either The Wheels on the Effing Bass or it's um, Baby Shark, which actually drives me into panic. Or, you know, there's the, you know, it's very difficult. But I think Mrs. H... And her songs and her band really Oh, do. it's great. Isn't she great? And my, you know, my she one actually knows sings all the words. Live. Absolutely loves it. Oh, so we must mine. go. We must go to the live show. Live show, Exmouth Market, Saturdays. My son also loves the Yotto, but he mm. got gifted at Christmas a Toonies box. So they're very similar. They come in a little square box. They're screen free. And you get the model of, so whatever, if it's a stick man, you get the little stick man model. I've if seen it's them. Bob the Builder. And you stick it on the top and it tells the story. He absolutely loves it. He How are we spelling this, so, by the way? Um, t- oh, crikey. T-O-O-N-Y or t- you can have to spell it. It's Looney Tunes. Put, l- l- but not, no, not that. Um, Anyway, what I recently did to add another layer of just fabulousness is I came across an old pair of headphones I have. I gave them to him. He literally plugs in, puts his headphones on. He feels like such a big boy and he takes himself into a corner and I won't see him for half an hour. There's nothing that works with my son like the headphones on his toonie box. I highly recommend if you've got a very overactive, hyper, sort of rambunctious child, invest in a pair of earphones or just give them... Would you call it toonie? Toonie, yeah. Okay, I've got T O N I E B O X. Yeah, Toonie box. box. Yeah. Okay, there we are. Lovely. Same, same, but different. Enjoy them, boy. Both. Why not? Okay, Shirley. What's your winner, winner? 
My winner winner is that tomorrow I'm going to go and see Hannah Gadsby at the Palladium. Oh, babes, that's my winner winner too. Oh, that's good. Shelley and I are going, um, we're both going to the show, um, but we're not sitting together. We're sitting no, separately. We have separately. different guests. Different Much guests. the best way. Um, really, really excited. I mean, I suppose one of the, yeah, no, it's just a winner winner. That's a clean out winner winner. I just can't decide whether I'm going to see the support act or not because the babe is still not taking the bottle and it might be just a very come long and night. See. Otherwise. You've got to push yourself. You've got to push her. I think you should come because actually you won't get the whole experience that way. I think you should come. I think your well, your willing partner is absolutely right. What difference does it make? And I think you will enjoy it. Let's see. Right, That's the advantage of the whole show. What's, what's your dead duck? My dead duck is the fact that my son, my second born, has got a terrible cough. I mean, really barking in the middle of the night. It's keeping him up. It's really horrible to listen to. It's obviously really hurting his throat and it's keeping me up. And so it's terrible. A couple more nights and I might just have to go down to the doctors, but I can't stand the doctors. My doctors local to me are all on mushrooms. They just really, I don't know what's happened in the pandemic, but they've sedated themselves. So I can't be bothered to get any sort of, you know, half of advice from They really do much anyway. To be fair, but it is really bad. No, I heard it. Terrible. I heard it yesterday. Um, so yeah, it's keeping me up, it's keeping him up, and it just must be so painful. So anyway, the other night actually, he caned all of his formula milk because I like to give that to him nowadays. I keep him in his cot, just all mime in the dark, gave it to him, and then four in the morning he started hacking. So I just got a bottle of my Evian, poured it into a tiny little bit, <laughs> poured it into the bottle, so the whole milk bottle was just really milk. You know, it looked very, very milky. It was disgusting. It was a mixture of, you know, the dregs of old formula oh, and Smivian. Yeah. I can imagine. I know, but I didn't want to go downstairs. I was really, really tired. And you know what? He didn't care. Lovely liquids, yummy. Doesn't make a difference to him, does it? So yeah, it's quite skanky. It's a really skanky thing to do. But at the same time, I'm sorry, Shirley. Needs must. At least it wasn't old tea. Exactly. That'll be next. My dead no, dark. Oh yeah, sorry, darling. Thank you. Thanks, Charles. Thanks, I, Charles. You know, last week I said I had a recall. Oh yes. Lost out to one other, so I'm the COVID backup. Listen, so, you know what? That's good. It's, it's it's okay, isn't it? Because it's no, no, no. You know what? And sometimes it's even better because you or you get paid a couple of hundred quid to sit on your ass at home. Do you know what I mean? I know, but alternative is four grand to just do one yeah. look to camera yeah i know but you know what actually to start with the covid backup is not bad covid backup now to camera tomorrow thank you guys i think guys, that's thank enough. you so much thank you so so much i'm just looking there's window cleaners all along my road and the reason why is because of that dust yeah that dust, dust from the desert storm so it's really so our skylight in the kitchen is completely covered my firstborn doesn't like it at all. He's very, he's a clean freak. In fact, I think he's OCD. And he said, I really, really want you to, you know, clean it. So we're going to try. I might ask this um, guy across the road to do it. Thank you so much, Thanks, Shelley. guys. Thanks, and you. thank you. And we shall be back with BB soon. Ciao. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfunk.